Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I've got a couple of topics I'd like to go over today, which seem to be pressing, and I think we need to spend a few minutes on it. We've obviously been listening to the news about the U.S. Postal Service and, and whether they can handle the inflow or outflow of of these election ballots. Now, I know you might be hearing the sides from the Democrats that this is because the U.S. Postal Service can't keep up with it. They need more money. The, The evil Trump administration is taking sorting machines from them. And, uh, but I think that there may be an underlying reason behind all this in actuality. If you were to look at the Constitution and, and you try to see whether or not the, this uh, Constitution allows for a delayed presidential election, I can't help but think that this might be a, a yet another strategy of the Democrats to, uh, quite frankly, steal the election. I think you're going to see that in the 20th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, you will see that it very clearly states, and actually requires, that the president and the vice president ends their terms of office on January 20th at noon in the year following the general election. Now that's very precise and frankly uh, no wiggle room. So what does happen if somehow we get to January 20th and we haven't gotten all of our states to certify the election results at that point? Apparently this was thought about a little bit because further as part of the election law you will see that there's a requirement for all the states to send in their electoral votes to the Congress no later than December 23rd and if all of the electoral votes are not received by what they say is the fourth Wednesday in December then the president of the Senate is then able to exercise what they say as the most expeditious method available to get those votes sent over to Congress. These electoral votes are then received by Congress and are counted in a joint session at 1 p.m. on January the 6th. Now, if at that time, a presidential or vice presidential candidate does not receive a majority of the electoral votes, then the House of Representatives selects the next president and the Senate would select the next vice president. Now, in the event that all of the electoral votes aren't in due to a contested state election or or they just haven't been certified, then this 
selection of president and vice president by the House and Senate, respectively, would only be a temporary position until those contested elections were completed, the elections in those states certified, and the rightful winner, president and vice president, would then take their office. Now, a minute ago, I just said that this counting uh, would take place on January the 6th. Well, the reason it's on the 6th is because the election law also requires that the new House of Representatives and Senate be installed in their office no later than January 3rd. Now, this could turn out to be a rather important time frame. Because here's, here's what we got. Under the current Congress, which has 435 representatives, you have 232 that are Democrat, 198 which are Republican, there is a, a Libertarian involved, and you have a, a spot or two that is currently left open due to deaths. If nothing were to change and everybody got reelected as they currently are, then my guess would be that on January 3rd, if all those elections have not been certified and there is no clear winner, no pathway to 270 electoral votes, the Democrats would be in control. And my guess, they would vote for a Democrat to be at least the temporary President of the United States. Now, from what I can read, it doesn't necessarily mean that the Speaker of the House would be the President. They could actually vote anybody that they wanted to. We might have Michelle Mabel Obama or someone of their own choosing, which actually would include Nancy Pelosi. But before we jump off the cliff uh, in thinking that this is uh, indeed a coup from the uh, Democrats to try to steal the presidency, we have to remember that the reason that the new president is not declared a winner is because some of the states have not certified their election. In my thinking, if the election has not been certified for the president, then actually the election for that particular state has not been certified for anybody, which would include those that were running for Senate. And of course, all the House of Representatives are up for re-election so that none of them would have been certified either. Therefore, on January 3rd, the only House of Representatives and Senators that could be installed would be those whose states have already certified the election results. So let's think about it for just one minute. Right now we have a 34 representative advantage that the Democrats have over the Republicans. If on January the 3rd, California itself could not certify their election, 
they actually have 53 seats in the House of Representatives, 45 which are currently Democrat and 7 are Republican, which would be a difference of 38 more Democrats than Republicans. If on January the 3rd, it was only California which could not certify their election, give all their electoral votes one way or the other to the president, of which they, I believe, has 130 or 135, then that also means that those 53 House of Representatives people also could not be sworn in as part of the new Congress. Now, we're not sure how the rest of the country may vote, but let's assume, since we have to, that all the other states put in exactly who they currently have. That would mean that the Republicans at this point would actually have the majority in the House of Representatives. They would then vote in their person to be the Speaker of the House, and it would be the Republicans that would vote in the new president on a temporary basis of the United States. Now, short of California, you would have to have several other of the uh, left-leaning states out there, say Illinois, New York, Hawaii, Oregon. If they were contested, they could actually also add up to make the difference on those 34 currently advantageous Democrats versus Republicans. And if I were a gambling man, I would say that all the Republican-oriented states, the red states, probably aren't going to have any trouble counting their votes and making sure that they hit that December 23rd deadline and absolutely have it well in before the January 6th, which is when the electoral votes are going to be counted. So as we keep going and get closer to this election and this U.S. mail debate and whether votes will be counted in time, I just want everybody to keep in mind that it's not necessarily the end of the world because we still have to take the ones that are certified and that will then become the people sworn in on January the 3rd which will make the decisions. By the way, on a much, much lighter subject, I don't know who may have seen the pictures uh, on my post or through other media outlets, but on Saturday, August the 15th, down in uh, Clearwater, Florida, there was a Trump boat rally that took place, which had... They counted at estimates of 1,800 boats. If you haven't seen the pictures, you owe it to yourself to Google images of this boat parade and uh, certainly feel the, the, the pride and, and hopes and dreams of what people have gotten out there. To see all those Trump flags flying is uh, get your heart pumping. It's almost a shame that the uh, boaters out there can't actually put the president in. But it's the grassroots efforts that we used to see at the 16 election with the rallies 
uh, in the stands, and now we're seeing rallies with the boats, and I'm sure Trump uh, is going to be using other mechanisms to get this grassroots momentum going once again to, to keep this American patriot, America first president in office for another four years. There is another thing I'd like to talk about, if I can, for the next uh, couple of minutes. And this would be this, uh, what appears to be bonehead piece of legislation that California legislators have proposed to be passed. Now, I'm sure we've all heard uh, the terms wealth taxes being put on people. But California has come up with a, a, a different approach to this wealth tax. And this tax actually would apply to former residents or those that are moving out of California and it would tax them for the next 10 years. Now the way they have it proposed would be that uh, when, once a person leaves California and presumably it would only be for the rich that they would actually go after then these former Californians would pay 90% of the in-state taxes in the first year after they leave the state, 80% in the second year, 70% after that, and obviously, and down and down and down another 10% until after 10 years, they're able to just be residents totally of wherever state they move to. And the rationale for this was saying that the wealth that these people are taking with them as they're leaving California is wealth that was accumulated during their time while they were in California. To me, it sounds like they're becoming prisoners of California. Their handcuffs being put on people to decide maybe there's a better state to live in. Others are thinking that perhaps this bill is being uh, originally manuscripted because of Tesla, which is one of California's wealthiest, when he decided to move himself and his operations to Texas. It will be interesting to see if something like this could hold up in the court of law, since it is a tax and not an actual law. Because as we remember from Obama with his Obamacare plan, Obamacare technically was put in as a tax. And as a tax, they were able to slip that in on the people and it was not found to be unconstitutional. If this indeed gets passed, look out residents of New York because I'm sure, I am dead sure that it's coming along next. And that'll do it for this week. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you. You ought to love it, boy. Because he, 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 he,